play. They give you language just in time or on demand. They'll give you just enough of it that you could put it to use at that moment in really solving a problem. Or you're really feeling good and you say, give me a lot. Now I want to really learn something. And those are both of those are two examples out of many of how it just simply is good problem solving and teaching and learning for human beings, the way that humans are built. Nobody likes to read 500 pages before they can do anything. That would be like giving a kid a game manual, but no game. Not very enticing. Every game is good for learning. If it's a good game, it's good for learning to solve those problems. And so the key here is what problems do we want kids to solve? I'll give you an example of a game that is both commercial and educational and one that any adult or anybody could play called Dragon Box, like a dragon breathing fire, which teaches algebra, essentially how to solve equations. And if you play it, you will find for the first time that it's enjoyable to solve equations. You don't even realize you're learning algebra to the middle of the game. And it teaches you what is the point of this? What is the beauty of this? It's a beautifully designed game that anybody could play, a kid or an adult. I play it just for pure entertainment. It's just a lovely game. Let me also say I'm part of a thing that's been in existence now for eight years called iCivics. It was started by former Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, and it is meant to teach kids through games, but also through curriculum associated with the games, not just civics as facts, but civics as participation. And that has 25 games, they've got millions of plays, they've been very successful, not only in teaching kids, you know, what are my rights, what is it about to be a citizen, but also motivating them to care about this. You know, we often say, well, kids couldn't name the nine judges of the Supreme Court, but they can name the idle judges. Well, that's because they don't care about the nine judges of the Supreme Court. And lots of citizens, not just kids, don't seem to care anymore. So creating care means that you begin to then enjoy that learning. Video games as forms of teaching and learning are going to revolutionize assessment. Think about how we do assessment and testing day. You've got what I call a drop out of the sky test. You know, you take algebra for 12 weeks, and then at the end, somebody in Illinois has made a test, and it trumps everything you've done for the 12 weeks. Uh, we do that because it's efficient. But today, inside a game, inside digital media, I can collect data on multiple variables across long periods of time, compare millions of people, and give you back a report on how you've done on 12 variables, how you compare to millions of people, how you grew across time, where you are in your growth, are you on a trajectory towards mastery, is it one that engages with innovation. I can do a whole full report right out of it. And as I collect that information, you don't know that I'm assessing you. By the way, here's the dirty secret about video games. All they are is assessment. All your, your, every moment you make, uh, every moment in a game, you are trying to solve a problem and you get feedback whether it's working or not. And it's just not, you could say it's nothing but learning, but nothing in assessment. But you see, when you make learning deep, you don't really need assessment because the, you are collecting information all along the line on how you are growing as a problem solver. And uh, this has the capacity to put the testing industry out of business. Now that we have gotten into the age of hype on video games and classrooms, just want to bring the technology, which is what we've always done. Put a television in, put a computer in, it'll just solve everything. Uh, even books don't do that, by the way. Books only work when you build them as part of a larger learning system 
of participation. I was in a classroom recently using iCivics games doing an excellent job, but every one computer privately. And yet they were trying to solve problems about how they were they were acting out a nation and trying to solve problems of diplomacy with other countries that are pretty deep. And I, you know, would much prefer to see three to five kids at one computer having to debate it, participate it, compete with other teams, and then go off and learn on demand and then get out and get involved actively in some civic thing and the things. So I don't advocate games going all by themselves to class. Like that, textbooks are one size fits all. We do everything with it. It's the worst educational tool ever designed. I advocate the game going as a tool, as part of a whole system. Let's use every tool, books, augmented reality, field trips. Let's organize learning in rich and deep ways. Games can do that. But if we leave them by themselves, it'll just be...